welcome back. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Eagle Talk in the building. Eagle Talk in the building. And speaking of being in the building, y'all see him. Y'all see my baby. Or maybe you don't see him because you're listening to us. No, they watching us. <laughs> you watching us on YouTube. Let's do Yay! it. We have had this YouTube channel for a little over a month now. We have. And we are really working to get our subscribers up. So do us a favor. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. And share. Share the channel because we are your homies coming here every week um, just to, to talk that talk with you, that eagle talk. So it's your girl. I'm Rosemary Lewis. And my name is Corey Lewis. And we are about to have a come to Jesus eagle talk with y'all. Mm-hmm, y'all. And I got to tell you, so we're about to talk about something that came up in a therapy session. So newsflash, black folks go to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, absolutely. And honestly, black folks, yellow folks, big folks, little folks, everybody, folks, everybody. Um, I think will benefit from a therapist and shout out to my um, client tyranny because tyranny invited me to a podcast. Honestly, that's why I met you. Glennis Glennis is our producer. Y'all can't see him, but um, he's our producer. And that's where I met him doing her podcast. And she made a comment y'all. And she was like, you know, I feel like everybody should go to therapy. Almost like even, even if you just go for your yearly checkup, your yearly tune up. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, that's, that like one comment struck a chord and I started going to a therapist. Yeah, I remember that time, that day. Yeah. Um, but today, and congratulations on going to therapy. Yes. Uh, so that's what I was going with. Look, I was forgot the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all. So I have um, been with my therapist that I'm working with now for about two and a half years. And look, didn't the Lord do it right? I met her like literally right before pandemic. And I was having a conversation with her. And, you know, we're talking about just life and different things that I'm involved in and wanting to do. And um, I guess when I, and this may be a shocker because I'm out here telling all y'all to do a scare, but I was sounding real scary on this call with my therapist. And she asked me a question that was a little bit of a low blow. But it really got me thinking, and this is a question that we're going, I presented to Corey, and we're going to present to y'all. And that question was, she said, Rosemary, do you think you're playing small? Great question. The nerve. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I think this is, that's a valid question. And not just in a therapy session, but period, because a lot of people do play it small. I always, I operate on, uh, it needs to scare me. You know, I'm, yeah. I want I want to do it big, and if I'm not if I don't feel kind of scared about it, then it's it's not big enough. So I totally understand the question. And what was your answer? Well, honestly, y'all, my answer was first of all, I was it, it I had to take a second, and I couldn't answer right away because mm. so it was more of a rhetorical question, um, meaning that I had to ponder like what that meant for me. Mm. And the reason being is that in our life, um, especially in the last few years, I feel like I've played it pretty big, right? Yeah. You know, we um, are from Chicago, so we came to Texas, didn't know anybody. I changed careers, like just really put, have started to put myself out there in a, in a bigger space. And I'm telling my therapist all this, right? Great, but that's also after being in your teaching career for 14 years. After teaching for 14 years. Yeah. So I'm telling her like, <laughs> and then I'll tell you what she said. So I'm telling her like, I don't know if I will plan a small because I'm doing all of these things that were not natural for me. They're scary things, but I did them scared. And here we are. And then she said, Okay, so it sounds like you probably always play this small. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. 
That's hilarious. She was like, so if you, you know, if you're doing all that right now, it seems like maybe, you know, have you played it small your whole life? And when she said that, I was like, okay, yep. I, I definitely now looking back to then, I definitely think that, um, being comfortable and in my zone and in my box and in my zone of um, proximal development or whatever um, one of those philosophers said where I was in my group, that safety net caused me to play it small. So we're going to just talk to y'all about a few ways that we have identified when we are playing this small and it might help y'all. Yeah. So what about you? But before I get into it, do you feel like you're playing it small? No, absolutely not. I think, I I think that, he always said, you don't feel like no area of your life you plan a small. Oh, yeah, some area. But I mean, like, is it 51% meaning majority of my life, I haven't played it small. Okay. I've taken I a lot of risk and I've failed a lot, to be honest with you. But in answering that question, I don't think I'm, I play it big enough. I play okay. it big, but I don't play it. You, you can know, go bigger. For sure. You could go bigger. For sure. Okay, yeah. I agree with that. So here is number one, how we figured out when you are probably playing it too small, right? Everything you're doing is just too easy. Oh, that's my example right you're there. You're not challenged with any area or, or or there are areas where you're definitely not challenged in. Like you can just go in and write them lesson plans. You can go in and I think twice about, you know, presenting something for your job. Um, and you feel like, oh, I'm skilled and I'm great at what I do, which you are. But are you great because you haven't challenged yourself recently? Yeah, this, that's a comfort zone conversation, to, if you ask me. Um, because a lot of times people get just comfortable in, in the easiness of it being easy, then it is what it is, right? I'm just sitting back and I'm chilling. I'm thinking about, um, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago, and they were uh, talking about their, their mortgage or their rent or something like that. And it was like, no, nah, because I can't move over here i can't do that because it's going to be an extra 300 a month or 400 a month and i'm like well go create go it, get it yeah, yeah. yeah i mean you can do that driving uber for the week you know but um just the, the mentality of playing it small and it being easy i think is just a comfortable situation for people no i like do you remember that time we went um Corey and i went to a housewarming for our friend and she was living in an apartment um and there was a guy there who lived oh, in the same yep. apartment. Yes. You remember that? Yep. So there's a guy there and he was like, hey, you know, yeah, like oh, it was almost like sad. Like, man, I hate to see him go. You, didn't, you, know? you haven't finished it, but this story is so on par with what <laughs> well, I just said. It's so on par. <laughs> so the guy literally like he was he was at the housewarming. They built a beautiful home, um, but something that's totally attainable. Right. And he y'all, he got to Texas. He said in 1998, their neighbor from the apartment. And, okay, in 1998 in Texas, you probably could have bought a five-bedroom house for $100,000. Literally. The market looked totally different than it does right now. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much was like, man, you know, I'm I'm in Addison. I'm central. You know, we I love where I live. And I just, you know, I just never got any place else to live. And he was living in the same apartment since 1998, like literally 22 or so odd years in the same apartment. The conversation was so weird for me. I had to walk away because I didn't even under, I didn't even want to try yeah. for this one. But you know what? It was too easy. for It him, was too easy. Right? He never played it big mm-hmm. and sought home ownership because it was just too easy to rent. And I just dare to say, I just wonder where that guy is right now, because now that this market is so 
um, aggressive. Nine times out of ten, he might not be in position to buy. Wow. Plus, these apartments going up like five and six hundred dollars, so he might yeah. not even be in position to stay there. But it's because he had it too easy. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine um, yesterday. Actually, he lives in Las Colinas, and he said for a two bedroom, they went up to thirty four, thirty five hundred dollars a 3, month. Thirty five hundred. That's more than our mortgage. Yeah. For this, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, moving the along. Okay, uh, uh, and a sign that you may be um, playing it small is if you keep making excuses for yourself. Excuses are tools of inc- no. What is it? Excuses uh, are, are tools, tools of, of incompetence. They mean monuments of nothingness, and those that dwell upon them are suddenly good for anything. Okay, so Corey Greek, we ain't gonna tell you what Greek he is. All Greek people know that part, right? <laughs> all, all, uh, but that that's it. Like when you keep making excuses because again, you're thinking it's too hard. So you know that hey, you 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 they everybody love your pound cakes, but you're not gonna start making them because you know you don't have enough time. Butter too high, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People oven don't get too hot. You know what I'm saying? People, you just make up excuses trying to make it make sense in your head why you're not going for X. And you know, I don't, I don't want to date on no app. I don't want to go to the store. I don't believe in going to that church. Like just consistently making excuses on why you can't make effort towards that thing you're probably playing it small yeah i think too um for what i've studied attitude has a lot to do with it mm-hmm. like if, if you think you can or you think you can't you're right either way you know how are you thinking about yep. it but you know how how you feel about playing it big or small is going to equal the result that you get yeah right you have to feel that you can do it big or you have to feel you can do it small and wherever you land is what you thought about is what you thought about that's just pretty simple Okay, so here's the Earl next. Nightingale, by the way. Earl Nightingale. When, did you say? Yeah, you look. I'm thinking about a couple weeks ago when we did our um, online mentors. You did mention Earl at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned him. Okay, so something else, a sign that you may be planning small in your life is when you dread doing what you're currently doing. Uh, that's a big one. That's a tough one. That's a big one. So I'll give you an example. Um, and it, it can be okay so when i was a teacher right an elementary school teacher i love the kids i and i'm not gonna say like teaching is not easy but the routine of it i knew what to expect and that routine made it easy it was easy to have summers off it was easy to do all this but i got to a place y'all where i just was not looking forward to going to the classroom i wasn't looking forward to monday mornings i wasn't look, like the things that normally gave me joy about showing up in that way no longer gave me joy and because I was dreading it I knew that I wasn't going to be impactful Mm -hmm. and even in our um like in my real estate career I absolutely love what I get to do now and sell real estate but I know that it has to be more for me right um so more speaking more teaching more eagle talk more opportunities to share um because I know I don't want to get to the point where um, and, and that's a sad place to be where it's something that you're passionate about and you love and then there starts to be a shift and you dread it and not because you dread the people or the task but you just know that there is more inside of you yeah I think um, we're talking about the subject of dreading what you do correct yes um, I'm thinking a couple of things but I'll just share this I think at least for me people hate Mondays right mm-hmm I start on Sunday. So in my life, my Sunday is, is my Monday. And why do I do that? Because I don't dread what I do, I guess. But I'm saying that to say, 
if you do dread what you do, you have, you're going to have to figure out a way to like it. To yeah. deal with it And I'm not talking about Just job I'm just talking about Just in general You have to look at it From a different perspective In my opinion um, So if you do dread What you do And it's easy to Have that feeling I think you need to find Some kind of way To make it somewhat enjoyable So I Listen I'm gonna tell you So the first time um, We We used to go on vacations When we Like have y'all ever been on a vacation And like when it's time to go home You starting to feel sad Mm -hmm. You know like You looking like Man we got two more days Right 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 We got one more day This our last night This our last breakfast Right Cause then you go to the house Or back home And you like Oh I gotta go back to it This is when I knew We made the best decision About moving to Texas because we went, we um, oh, remember. remember this. Yeah, yeah. We were living in Texas, and I was so used to that that vacation depression, right? And mm-hmm. I really think it's a real thing. Like the people literally, depression sets in when they're leaving their vacation. And we went to Vegas. We were having a really good time. I got to see my sister. I won a little money. But when it was time to go home, I was like, okay, cool. It's time to go home. Yeah. That was the first time in my yeah. adult life that I did not dread that. And and that came from stop playing it small, living in that comfortable place where mm-hmm. all our family was, where everything was, and, and trying something different. For us, location has made such a huge a difference, yeah. Yeah. right? And even now, like, I literally can be in Cabo and be like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, and, and, and I'm ready to go back But home. you're actually speaking to my point when I said, when I said you have to learn to whether it's changing your environment, changing your job, just changing your situation, you have to... You have to play bigger. Yeah, you got to play bigger. And if we wouldn't have did it, then... Then we wouldn't have known. We would have just thought, like, I literally thought that that was just par for the course, is that every time you come off vacation, you're sad. And I cannot, and I'm not even just saying it, y'all, I cannot think of one time since I've been living here, for me, that when it was time to come home from vacation, that I wasn't like, okay, cool, it's time to go home. Let's keep feeding the people. Feeding the people. Okay, here is the last. Well, we got two Two more. more. Two more. Okay. So you know that you are playing it small when you don't even want to think about your future. Whoa. 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 (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, because a lot of people, because in two, the future can be scary. And and for somebody that's not happy with their situation, right? How can I, how can it get better? How can I make more money? How can I, you know, switch careers like you did? So, yeah, I think. When you when you're thinking about your future, I think that a lot of people get not, not depressed, but they don't they don't think they can have an abundant life abundant in the, in the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's because if you're saying. planning small, you already know that your future is going to be more of the same. There you go, right? right. There you like go. so, I can future forecast, but I know like I'll, at best I might be driving a little better car. Yeah, you know, so at best I might just you know like if you are playing it small, then there's honestly nothing to look forward to. But then once we get into the habit of playing it big, then your future is limitless. Like yeah. you out here dreaming. Like you know what? I was looking at um, Corey showed me. Um, this is just showing growth in your girl. Um, he showed me a picture of video. If y'all haven't seen it, Google um, the guy who has Fashion Nova. Google his house. <laughs> 141 million. <laughs> like Google his house. And I used to look at stuff like that and be like, huh, whatever. And honestly, that is not like my heart is not desiring that at this moment. But not because I don't believe it's not possible for me. Yeah, right? I, uh, I, be- okay. I was gonna say I believe like in in 
in just training my mind and as i'm training my mind to to and this is not like that seek it preach it you know abundance but this is just really tapping into my full potential I'm excited about what my future may hold mm-hmm. um, because I know that it's like my my goal is not just to retire and die. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm i thinking about somebody, a real good friend of ours that he's very successful. He ha- has a nice house here. And in last year, he told me that he bought a lot on a gated community by in a golf course that Tiger Woods helped build down by Houston. And I was like, oh, okay, what's the plan? He said, I'm going to build a house. I'm like, for what? You got a nice house. He's like, I'm going to build a house that we can drive to in three hours. And yeah. with my family, your family, somebody else's family, have a good week, a weekend, whatever the case may be, and Airbnb it out when I'm not there. And I was like, huh, yeah. that's a p- nice dream. That you know, nice go build dream. a $4,000, a 4,000 square foot house somewhere just because you can. Just because you But can. you really wanted a, you know, a better future and experience for your family and friends. And working for it. But if you are sitting here and, and you know, the thought of you in 10 years, the thought of five years from now, when it depresses you, then that means like, this is the thing that just like, I, you know, y'all know what I hate more than, and I hate to use the word hate, but this is what I hate. What when you people, dislike. No, I hate this. Okay. She hate it. <laughs> when <laughs> she people, must really hate it. When people be like posting stuff on, on YouTube, like this, the month that your credit go get fixed. Like I, <laughs> I receive a, like everybody reading this, you going to get the houseway. Do the work. How, like how <laughs> right. is your future just going to automatically change because you know you name it and claim it no you gotta do the work faith without works is dead and if we're dreading and this i'm preaching to myself too if we're dreading or not even thinking about the future or the, the thought of our future depresses us look don't let it depress you let it be like okay there's area of opportunity there yeah. so how do i need to play big so that I can get excited about the possibility. Yeah, yeah, so. and and you know, use it, use other people's stories to motivate you. You know, yes. don't don't be don't have that jealous and envious spirit. Look at what somebody else has done and what they have attained. Not just the stuff; it could be mindset. It could yes. it could be vacations. It could be you know something that you you're trying to uh, get or go towards, and use that as a motivational tool. Yeah. Okay. Here's the last one. Site if you that you may be playing it small in your life is that. You just refuse to do a skit. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dropping on the people. <laughs> now you're dropping on the people. If like, you refuse, I, I don't know why you would refuse to well, do I a scare. I know why you would refuse to do a scare. Because it's scary. That's okay. It's but, supposed to but, be scary. But, it's, but, but honestly, and, and y'all, this is like, as much as we're talking to y'all, I he said he got his big stuff figured out. I am. Not all. I'm having a conversation with myself like, okay, Dang, like there are some things that I am scared to pursue that I know, like I have that nagging feeling like Rosemary, go for it, go for it, go for it. And pretty soon I'm announce some stuff on here because I feel like once you say it, you commit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are just like always waiting for it to get right and in the thought of anything that makes you uncomfortable, you're not willing to do it. You're not willing to fail and figure it out and learn. Mm-hmm. Then you're you're likely playing small, yo. Yeah, and going back to the whole doing it scared is supposed to be scary. So and I'm thinking about the book that we're reading. Um, 
Well, not how, because sometimes doing a scared is not just all you, yeah. right? And, and sometimes doing a scared is picking up the phone and asking somebody else. To yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, because because who not how y'all? Yeah, because just because you don't know how to do it does not mean it doesn't get done. Yes, right. Yes, that's part of the whole doing a scared also. Yeah, and and knowing that uh, one thing that I will say that I've come to appreciate about my husband, it used to be a point of contention when my mom mindset was a little different Mm -hmm. and when he was a little reckless we both had to grow um is that Corey has always been the type of person that would rather bet it all on black and lose than to not take the bet and what i'm learning with that is um you know you have to use wisdom Mm -hmm. right We're, we're that i think that's the point of where we're coming from is coming from a place of wisdom and it's, it's a difference between doing it scared and doing it stupid. Yeah. Um, but when you do it scared, I don't think anybody is on their deathbed. Like, man, I wish that, you know, like I wish that, um, I would have, you know, saved more money for this moment. I like, I don't know that they feel that way. Right. I feel like they, they are like, when I quit my teaching job, y'all know the first thing I thought about, I wish I would have took all my sick days. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, I was so bad that I left that job and I left 10 days up there when, you know what I'm saying? I right. could have done something. I could have used those days to pour into my business, to pour into my future, to go to a conference, to go on vacation. Like, but I was scared of what somebody would say if I took off. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it. And again, I'm not telling you to just be frivolous with your PTO. But I'm just saying that um, a lot of times we regret the things that we didn't do, not the things that we did do. Yeah, and going back to doing the scared one more time, I think that is understanding that you know what you like. Yeah. Right. So you're not just out there doing anything. Doing if you're going to do following everybody, because yeah, I do, exactly. we do. I do. I'm thinking of somebody right now that every time I they they might need to get scared because every time I look up, they doing something that just totally yeah, don't not buy. them. It's exactly. not truly them. They're yeah. doing what everybody else is doing. So that's where that wisdom piece comes in. Yeah. At. Yeah. So know you and know what you like. You know, that's that's what I would speak on with and doing the scared. And then once you identify that, then get the information and then go out there and do it. And go out there and do it. So yeah, this is like 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 my husband said, a come to Jesus Eagle talk. Um that Thank you, therapist. You see I'm out here, you know, just putting it out there. I am challenging myself. I'm challenging Corey. Um, Like, we're just really looking at just different areas of our life where we might be playing it small. And it's not even just business or really like you might be playing it small in relationships. You know, you might not be reaching out to other women um, entrepreneurs or women in your neighborhood because, you know, you just want to live in your little bubble. You're afraid to open yourself up. But by opening yourself up and just reaching across the table, you know, you may be opened up to a whole new world of friendship and communication. So whatever that looks like, y'all, let's get out of the habit of planning small. This is a real good episode. And you're right. Thank you, therapist, for uh, asking her that question because... Many people don't get asked that question or, like you said, know how to respond. Yep. So, you know, hopefully this puts something on everyone, any, everybody's mind and uh, have us all thinking bigger. Yep. So, y'all, this is a good one. Go ahead. Do us a favor. Um, like, 
subscribe, share, share. Like if you're listening to us live on any podcast platform, rate us too. Leave us a comment. Let us know um, what you want to hear more of with Eagle Talk and register. Um, look in the description box and or um, the show notes. We're going to have the link so that you can join the Eagle Talk with Team Lewis VIP Insider. We're going to be doing some like just some special classes, masterminds, things that you have to be a part of that um, to know about. So make sure that you get connected with us. And also we're on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. We're on Facebook. Uh, over a thousand members in the group. So it's growing every day. And what's the name of the group if they want to join? Uh, Eagle Talk with Team Lewis. Eagle Talk with Team Lewis. Totally free group. Um, and also just a community where we're just supporting and loving on each other and challenging each other on how not to play small and how to live our best life. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all on the next episode. All right. Bye, Eagles. Bye, Eagles.